What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Who You Got With Mellow and Rado, sports podcast where we talk about your favorite sports debates, sports matchup highlights, and all sports in the sports world. So we out here at the end of the weekend. Mellow, what's going on, man? Not much, not much. Sunday, uh, day after, 264, UFC 264. Amazing fight card. Definitely got to go over that recap. That's right. It was a great, great night. Uh, a lot of surprises. Um, a lot of things how went how you expected them to go. So it's definitely a lot worth talking about. So that's why we're here. We told you it was going to be right back as soon as that fight ended or as soon as that card and event ended. So we're, we're here and we're ready to talk about it, man. What about yeah, you? Was, you seen any of those fights or all those fights? I saw all of them. I had to see every single minute of that fight. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was definitely all of them. Good Even day. the preliminaries were, were really good to see. I mean, UFC 264 definitely didn't disappoint. You know, it might nope, have been lived uh, up to the hype. You know, definitely the ending might have uh, disappointed some people, but Not me. You know, we'll definitely talk about it. Right, a little right, bit, right. But at least as, as a card as a whole, it definitely, definitely lived up to its name. There was a yes, lot of great fights, awesome knockouts too that we got to see. Yeah, so I definitely sure. want to get over like I mean, start talking about those first uh, fights in the in the main card. Um, we can go over like just those five fights that were in that main card. Um, you know, starting out with a man, Sh- Sugar Sean O'Malley, going up against Chris Moutinho. I don't know if you saw that fight, man. That was pretty tremendous, like, just watching that whole fight. What do you oh. think about that one? Oh, yeah. Uh, I definitely um, had Sean knocking him out early. Sean tried knocking him out early. Uh, but first fight in the UFC, Chris already let motherfuckers know he got a chin on him. Mm-hmm. Um, it was... Um, mm-hmm. It was pretty much a straightforward fight, though. You know, O'Malley was kind of walking through him. Uh, throwing ridiculous kinds of combos. Um, not gonna say it was easy, easy, but he uh, he definitely was kind of having fun. Oh, out he there. was definitely putting in work. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he was just like, he like was, just really trying like to work on what he's throwing. Yeah, exactly, he exactly. Like he was just sparring but with him. great precision for sure. That's what I'm saying. For so sure. yeah, no, he 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 definitely uh he tried to put some power uh, behind him punches though, but he couldn't he couldn't put he couldn't finish him. Yeah, he had 84 percent uh, significant strikes like hit so 84 percent is pretty crazy for, you know usually guys are at 50 yeah yeah i would say i think they they stopped the fight right before the third round ended they did yep. um a lot third of people were upset out. about that like you know my man walked down sean o'malley uh for three straight rounds and, and got beat the fuck up basically and you know giving him more victory or letting it go to decision um but now nah, the ref definitely seen enough his face was beat up uh sean pretty much walked through him like expected um the only the only thing that surprised people was the fact that he couldn't put him down Right, right. Yeah. That, I mean, that even surprised Sean. I think. No, he, no, oh, he, I mean, he, he was like, I put people down with less. He was yeah, like, man. He said even after the first round, like I think that during that first round, he started looking up at the clock a little bit towards the end of it. He was like, damn, this kid is still up mm-hmm. after all these shots. Like I'm, yeah. like I'm putting precision shots. I'm bl- making him bleed, and he's still up. Like you said, that kid's got a chin. Chris yeah, Martinez. ridiculous. He definitely like had a good future. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely a good moral victory. I mean, I know moral victories are not much for some of you, but for for fighting, you got eleven day notice, man. Exactly. He's he came out first fight in the UFC. First fight came out out of nowhere. You know, didn't know that he was gonna take this fight. Wanted to take it. You know, so he he definitely has some heart. And you saw that the way he fought, he just kept going in there, even though he was getting punched. He didn't care. Chris mm-hmm. Martinez. He just kept walking forward. Like Joe no, Rogan, he he walked Sean down for most of the fight. Right, he did. Joe Rogan had like this comment where he was like, "Oh, he looks like a green-haired zombie walking like forward," and he literally did. Like he just kept on moving forward, moving forward, like while getting punched and punched, getting punched. But he was taking those hits, and he had a few. Uh, we got to give him some credit. He did have a few shots of his own that it, it didn't look like it hurt. Um, 
you know Sean O'Malley that much, but he had a few combos where he had uh, two in a row. Oh yeah, he, it's a he, fight. He had, He's definitely gonna hit him. With I mean, a few he had shots. sixty strikes and and uh, man, Sean O'Malley almost set the record with like two oh five or something like that. He oh he set the record for the bantamweight, but for for a USC fight, mm. which is ridiculous. For no, it, it was strikes. It was a striking clinic. It was. It definitely was. And I mean, his face was looking so bloody by like the third round. And mm-hmm. the only thing is, like you said, that you know when the the ref stopped the fight, I just I don't think he should have stopped it. Herb Dean was the ref last night, and um, I I think that he saw like what was happening the whole fight, and he should have kind of just let it go the last twenty seconds. I mean, right? You saw that he he really wasn't um knocked out. Obviously, standing up, you know, he he was just still. Holding his uh, hands up, trying to protect himself, but right, right. I mean, most of the fight he was getting punched like this, and they didn't call it. So but I, I, didn't see why I think they had it to gets to the right point there. where, like, yeah, most people, even fighters, uh, were saying, you know, let him go, you know, the distance. Um, but you know, like at the end of the day, it is the ref's uh, job to yeah, protect the fighters. Protect. And like, yeah, he's like, oh, he he's been getting beat up for for three whole rounds. Let him go 20, 20 more seconds. But that's the whole point. He he's been getting up for three whole. He's been getting beaten up for three whole rounds, and it's like yeah, I feel like, you, but the fight's already over. Why mm-hmm. let it go for twenty more seconds? At this point, he's not even trying to defend himself. See, that's I mean, just dropping in, in the in the ref size, maybe. But that does ruin like a fighter's uh, record a little bit. You know, having a TKO instead of just a loss. You know, it, no, it, it is sure. a little blemish. For you sure, know? looking at it, and if you really like. Saw the whole fight, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't think that you know a TK. You would think that he got knocked out. You wouldn't think that he's like st- still standing, you know, taking punches. Right, right. They call it. I just think that you know, uh, Herb Dean, you know, he he was the referee for the later fight too, Conor McGregor and uh, you know Dustin Poirier. So we'll talk about you know what happened at the end of the first round there too, where it was kind of almost the opposite thing. And I think that. That had something to do with this because of this fight because Herb kind of called it early. Right, I think he right. He kind of knew it. Once, like even uh, once he called it, and um, Moutinho was kind of saying, "Why? Why'd you call it? Why? I was still, I was still fine. You know, I'm still there. You know." And he kind of like kind of thought that maybe he shouldn't have. But in the end of the day, like you said, he's trying to protect the fighter. You mm-hmm. know, this is a this is a brutal sport, so you don't want a guy just taking like shots that he's not protecting himself. You exactly. Know? He's like he's he, like yeah, he was sending up, but like. He he. At that point, he showed multiple times that he didn't have the ability uh, to withstand, dodge, or even block any of those shots. Yeah. Especially with your back against the cage. That's true. And I your mean, face is already fucked up. That's that's for sure. I mean, in one sense, like I I do agree with that, like uh, idea because even in, like in NFL, that's why they have the concussion protocol now. You know, you see right. a guy get hit, then they got somebody from the NFL looking at you, just to make sure that. Because obviously you're still gonna want to put yourself in the game, right? But they got other guys to kind of protect you from yourself. But then again, like everyone just wanted to see him finish the fight. They just wanted to, like, let let the kid, you know, stand in there, take those punches. Like Nate Diaz is a perfect example of uh, what this kid is like. He takes punches, gets bloody in the face, but doesn't go down. Like he he won't go down. Just keeps moving forward too. No, so I, I give him a lot of heart. I feel you. I feel you. He's definitely a. Uh... <clears throat> gonna have a good future in the UFC. Um, definitely got his name out there with that fight. He shows he got a chin. Um, so it was. Uh, I mean, I guess eleven day notice. He knew what he was getting himself into. Obviously, he didn't go out there and expect to lose a fight. Um, right. But you know, Sean O'Malley is definitely a, a good, a great up and coming fighter. Uh, great resume, and um, now he's gonna be looking forward. You know, Chris gonna probably try to get more fights in the UFC, sign a good contract. Yeah, yeah, um, that's for sure. He's and now Sean's looking to get ranked. 
And hopefully get a few more fights in the shot for the be, belt. This is going to be a time where Rashawn is finally ranked. They're finally going to rank Definitely. him in the he UFC. He only got one loss. He's 14-1 now. 14-1 now. So yeah, they're finally yeah. going to rank him. And, I mean, this is going to actually, you know, get him closer to getting title fights after, you know, a few more. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, Sean well deserved as well. He's just so prolific standing up. Mm-hmm. You know, that tag and that, just hitting the guy and then moving back. I mean... I did say, like, you know, he, he definitely looked up at the clock a few times and was kind of moving backwards a lot. But, you know, that's that's the way he wanted to fight, and he wanted to uh, just tag him and move back. And he was definitely prolific at that. Right. And that's definitely the way that you want to fight in that in that um, division. In that division right yeah. there. You, know, you want to you be able to stand up with guys. You don't want to get down with guys. No, know? it was a clinic. I loved it. Right, right. Great fight though overall. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, great way to start off the main card. To, I mean, yeah, to almost go to distance too, and just seeing like, you know, all those punches thrown, it was awesome. And a very but exciting fight for sure. Then you had you know the a women's bantamweight, right? Fight. Second bantamweight fight of the main. That's right. And uh, you had Irene Almeida versus Yana Kutinkara or Kaya, excuse me. Oh, I always mess up her name. Kuniskaya. Yeah, I should, like I should that. know yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I'm Bulgarian. She's right, Russian. Right. Like, we're pretty close to each other. And I was saying, I can at least say the Aldana part because I'm Hispanic. So <laughs> right. we'll, we'll, we'll get both their names right eventually. But that fight, I mean, uh, when we predicted it, you had, you know, Aldamina winning uh, that one in the first round. And, and I had uh, Yana winning, I think, in the second, actually. I believe. So, so you were I, right about that one. Yeah, I thought, um, I think I ended up with decision. Mm, okay. Because I don't think I I didn't think that they either one would get caught lacking that bad. Right. Right. Um, but I did I did still have uh, Irene winning. Um, and honestly, she looked a little more sharper than I thought. Um, definitely, Yana came out and was hitting early and often. Um, definitely uh, caught Irene with a few shots. Uh, but she withstood that. Mm. Basically, started uh, throwing back. Was a little bit relentless. Very sharp towards the uh, you know middle uh, and uh, well not middle but you know basically uh, Yana came through for the first 30, 30, 45 seconds really hitting and then I re- basically it was Irene's turn and one of them combos caught her with a hook after a counter and it was over got on top of her ground and pound bam fight over yeah yeah I didn't expect that but um I definitely thought uh, Irene was gonna be able to uh, uh have a better stand up game and um. You know, uh, you know, Yana threw a couple kicks, a couple combos, you know, but no, for sure it was definitely a a walkthrough fight, and it just shows goes to show any one punch can change it all. Uh, she, Yana threw a, a punch, got caught with a counter right hook, and it was over. That's a fact. I mean, like you said, Yana looked good the first few minutes of that fight. You know, she was throwing uh, those straight leg kicks. Oh yeah, keeping, was catching her. Yeah, de- definitely keeping Irene like at distance, and and she definitely had you know more of the reach, but. Irene, you know, she just showed her experience as a boxer to stay around the ring, and and she was able to uh, pick her, pick her points, you know, right, definitely right. pick her shots. But but Yana, I definitely felt in the in the first like two minutes, she actually showed like a lot of energy, you know. Yeah, she yeah. was obviously like you know using those grunts, the yeah, yeah, yeah. she was like, hitting she them was, combos, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was uh, and and that shows well, like Yana got a chin. Like, definitely using um do, doing a few leg kicks to the side that I saw, um. Some some of the style the the style um, punches that she was throwing was weird, you know the spinning punches, and she did like a tall drop kick, which not a lot of uh, UFC fighters use a drop kick. Right, right. Obviously didn't land. I'm just saying it. It just shows like how a different style that she is than uh, most fighters. 
um, Irene is just a better boxer. Yeah. She just showed stand up how, game is better. Yeah, for sure. She showed how good she was, and and once she got her with the the one shot on the, on the side of her chin and in her nose, and Yana got bloody. I feel like it definitely changed the momentum a lot. And mm-hmm. from then, I think that Irene just picked her apart. She just she knew where to hit her, and she got her on that one good shot where um, Yana moved in towards the punch a little bit too. Yeah, because it was a it was, it was a counter. Like, Yep. So Yana, I forgot if it was a right or left, but Yana basically got caught, uh, basically coming back off of throwing a punch and got caught with that right hook. Right. And it was she dropped her with it. And, and then that ground and pound. You, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once she got on top of her, it was you over. You saw it in her face. She couldn't like, even defend. She, no, she couldn't defend herself. Yeah. yeah. When, once she fell, you saw it in her face. Like, she, it was her over. mouth was open. Like, yeah. Yeah. So but definitely good stoppage there. It was. Uh, Aldana definitely got a great, great knockout. Very, very good fight. You know, exciting. Now she. Uh, uh, she wants to know what's next for her at, at Bantamweight. You know, she's going to have a couple of different fight offers. Um, not ready for a belt just yet. Right. But, you know, like every fight ain't, ain't a belt opportunity. You know, it's obviously getting wins, adding to your resume. And so she's, she's definitely resume, moving you know, in she, a step in the right direction. She's yeah, lost yeah. to, you know, some of the top people, but she's got a good resume. No, right, right. right home, yeah, she's still showing and she's a top contender for yeah, sure. Definitely definitely up, up there, top three right now. Oh, making yes. Making her weight class. Um. And then, of course, we had uh, Tai Tuivasa. Right. Next, we move on to the heavyweights. Heavyweight back to the fellas. Fights. And that was a fucking show. That was that was a show for that, that minute that it was a show. No, but right, right, right. We had Tai Tuivasa and Greg Hardy, ex-NFL player and now turned MMA, mm-hmm. who had a good record coming in. And Tai Tuivasa as well. They both had decent records coming in. I mean, this fight, I kind of... I kinda, Saw the way it was leaning even before it started. I just, I just knew that Ty Tuvasa had a little bit more experience than Greg Hardy. Uh, I knew that like Ty was going to be able to hit him with those leg kicks. Greg mm-hmm. Hardy's never known to like use his legs as much. Um, so, so Ty Tuvasa definitely hit him with like a few good leg kicks. At one point though, it seemed like Greg Hardy almost got a good punch on him, and like like we were saying, like in heavyweight division, any punch could knock you out. Oh yeah. So some boys be some boys be happen. throwing and. Obviously, like, uh, as you saw, like, Greg definitely showed some inexperience, like, moving sideways and throwing sideways punches, you know, turning his side and then throwing punches. That's the way that um, Ty was able to hit him. Greg moved forward or sideways into that punch, and then he pretty much knocked himself out with the, <laughs> with the punch. Um, Ty is definitely, like, you uh, maximizing his time in the UFC now, showing off, like, his knockout power, showing mm-hmm. off that he's, he can knock out big guys. So, you know, I definitely see uh, a lot of big things in the future for him. I just think that this fight, Ty was just a little bit better at this time than Greg was. Yeah, yeah. Greg definitely uh, is a little bit inexperienced, and he showed a little bit. Um, they both was definitely willing to trade and, and throw blows. Um, but it basically came down to Greg caught uh, uh, Ty and thought he had him because he got wobbly. But, like, I mean, at the end of the day, I most heavyweights will get wobbly but still throw you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. So still throwing. Throwing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, he, he got backed up a little bit, shaky legs, stumbled for a step or two. Hardy thought he had him and literally lunged right in right. and caught, got caught, jumped into a punch, basically. Yeah. Uh, the, I remember because, like, the first one missed, second one caught, third one missed. So he basically, like, Ty was just throwing, swinging for his life, and mm-hmm. he caught Greg. 
and he Greg walked just folded. into it sideways. Yeah, Craig just folded, yeah. caught him right in his face, and it was over. Yeah, and that's that's basically what you got in the heavyweight division, man. It's, it's fireworks in middle, and you know, obviously, Greg definitely pointed to the middle right before, uh, uh, or I think as the round started. Yeah, so yeah, you know, they both the the middle, they wanted yeah. to go uh, blow for blow, and yeah. that's what they were willing to do. And at the end of the day, I guess the better man won. You know, um, that's the problem that Francis Ngannou had uh, when he first started coming up in the ring. Says you know, hit one person. And you just go out he trying to go for that knockout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you can't do that. You got to take your patience. You got to learn to when to pick and choose. Cause like, like, like I said, most heavyweights will keep on swinging. Um, you know, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, anyone, you know, That's true, if you but- have if you have the consciousness to keep throwing blows, especially while you got yourself rocked. I mean, that's why they're professional. That's why they train. It's muscle memory. That's definitely um, the so, reason. Yeah. Uh, and was great though, is because he learned the wrestling a little bit more. Like now with that last fight that we saw in Ganu. Um, he was trying. He was getting taken down, but he was able to sprawl on top of uh, the opponent, so they weren't able to get him down. You know, heavyweights are not usually known for obviously knowing a lot of MM, um, jujitsu, sorry, and staying down low. But that's the reason that Gano is one of the best right now, is because yeah, but he to, he, he just learned, learned that. Like before, he did the last two years, right, the last right. like year and a half actually. Not even that. the last the last six months, because before that he had no wrestling experience, and before the last right, six months, right. but I mean he, he basically was, he was throwing wild anytime he caught anyone. Um, but the difference is obviously he got probably the second best knockout power in the division. He does, yeah. So that's the difference. So like other than Derek Lewis, I would exactly, say, yeah, yeah, right. exactly. That's what I said second. So yeah. you know that's an experience Nagano also had, but he's learning. With that, but Greg also has to learn with that too. You can't just catch someone and think you're gonna go in for the kill and wildly, because you can't. You, you didn't have no no defense at that point. You just went in with the hands down and got caught. That and that shows an experience. For exactly. Sure. I mean, exactly. Taitu Vasa is a little bit taller than Greg too, so he kept his hands up right at his chin, and and Greg kind of had his hands up at, at his uh, shoulders, like kind of protecting his uh you know midsection. I, I don't know if that was like. You know, just like I said, an experience or because uh, he was getting hit with uh, leg shots in the first few seconds and he was kind of uh, trying to um, check them. And when you check, you usually bring your hands down a little bit. So maybe he was like uh, thinking that there was going to be more leg kicks coming. But he definitely had his hands down a little bit lower than Ty had him. No, it was definitely an experience because it was all basically came down to he hit Ty with a with a punt. Ty wobbled. He tried to run in and finish him and got caught with his right. hands down. Yeah, right? like the rest of the fight, uh, they were just throwing blows. Like the fight literally uh, started to end and ended in those like ten seconds. You know, and and they started with Hardy catching Toyvasa. That's, that's ended for sure. That's for with sure. Toyvasa. <laughs> catching Hardy, so yeah, it was it was it was a weird exchange. You know, it doesn't always happen like that when you know you catch someone, wobble them, go in for the kill, and then you get caught. Sometimes get it dropped. does because, because when you when you catch somebody and you see you're seeing that they're moving back, you kind of want to go in for the kill. You know, you want to go in and drop them. So right, and that's so that sometimes experience. You, yeah, and sometimes you let go of your uh, defense like that when you're going in to try to attack. So he kind of you know thought that he was just gonna end them right there. He let go of his defense, and Ty was just That's swinging. what lost um, Stipe, his belt. Exactly. So Nagano, he kind of walked into the he, punch, he, he was getting fucked up. That thought he hit Nagano with a good right. Tried he to step in to hit one more punch and got caught with the cleanest, fucking shortest six-inch fucking mm-hmm. hook. Yeah, yeah, so that and that's you know, and he's a champion. He's he's a belt holder. You know what I'm saying? Multi-time champion. So like, he's not a scrub, and he's still not the same all, thing. No, not at all, but. Thought he caught someone sleeping, went in and got caught with his hands down with a right hook. 
Right. So yeah. But I think Ngannou. And that's got what happens in the heavyweight. Knowing. That's what happens in the heavyweight division. You can't keep caught lacking, especially uh, trying to go in for the kill like that. I mean, that's the most scariest division in sports. Sure. I would say one punch can end it all in any division, but one punch can I mean, fuck UFC, up your life. I think even more than, more division. so than boxing because yeah. the UFC obviously they got the eight ounce gloves compared to the well, boxing it's, gloves. It's, it's you know? harder because obviously boxing is straight hands, but that's what makes it harder. But still, the glove size. You know, you, you got like the twelve ounce gloves compared to the eight ounce gloves that they got in UFC. So you know it hurts more in UFC. Oh yeah, yeah. But like at the end of the day, if you t- like boxers get knocked out all the time. Oh no, no, for sure. But what makes for it sure. worse in the UFC is you have to fight three different facets of the fight. Right, right. Stand Wrestling, up, standing, kicking. So kick, like yeah. a lot of times they'll try to like faint with a low kick and you have no choice but to put your hands down in boxing, you only worried about yeah. your waist up. That, that was you my know point. What I'm with, so uh, like sometimes they'll get caught yep. with a rogue punch that they never seen coming. And obviously with shorter gloves, but like, I feel like when you get knocked out in the UFC for or with a punch, you didn't see coming. You, you have less of a chance to defend yourself right, right. because you're worried about so many other aspects. Yeah, now, obviously was, boxers are better punchers when it comes to oh, throwing, sure. hands, yeah, throwing the punches yeah, 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 yeah. to get Don't. caught by someone like Francis in the UFC when you got your hands down trying to protect a leg kick or, you know, you come in thinking uh, you're going to grapple or something and get caught one of those punches without your hands up. Oh, yeah, it's, it's fucking yeah. over. Yeah, that was, that was my point with it. Like, he, he definitely had him with those leg kicks in the beginning, so he had to think about something else. He had to bring his hands down a little bit more, and then once he tagged them, he thought that he had him, and he wa- he walked in there without oh yeah keeping his hands up, going in for a, an attack without... Remember in defense That just shows an experience I don't think A guy like Ngannou Will do that Even when Ngannou uh, Almost got caught um, By Stipe Which I don't think It really rocked him I think he just stumbled Back a little bit I, I don't think he really Got caught that bad I think uh, He just has A, a greater chin Than but that's a the lot thing. of guys Francis did do that Up until his last two fights like, There's a whole Detail episode Yeah yeah, but, for sure. Uh, once once he learned how to, yeah, yeah, how to control his so defense. Yeah, yeah. So the last year, he he's finally learning to not go in for the kill every time he thinks he, he wobbles somebody because he was doing that. Now, it so happened that every time he did do that, he still knocked him out. Right, still knocked him out. But that's because but of now, his knockout power. Right. And nine times out of ten, not even nine times out of ten, but a, a good portion of the time, what happens when you go in is what happened with Stipe and is what happened with Greg Hardy. Mm. Like it, it, France is probably the one that has the best record of trying to go win after he summoned somebody and still getting a knockout. Right, still getting a knockout. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? But you still can't, you still can't do that, though. That's You know what I'm saying? Like You want to learn from that. Of course. So yeah, Greg Hardy's definitely yeah. going to have to learn from that. You know, He's still going to be back. His, his record's not completely trash. Um, but, yeah, Tui Vasa is definitely up and coming. Three first-round knockouts in a row. Right, and he's right. ready for another challenge. I definitely see him uh, fighting uh, some of the higher ranked heavyweights for sure too. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we had the co-main event, the next one. Oh yes, we had of course Boy Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Thompson. That was a really good fight. I mean, a lot of people remember what happened to Gilbert Burns in his last fight against yeah, he got Usman. Walked through by Usman. He got walked through. So I mean, uh, the money was on Thompson this time. Even though mm-hmm. he was the, you know, he was a less ranked fighter. I think he was fourth compared to Burns was the second at the time. And, uh, yeah, he still had, like, the underdog status. But, I mean, that fight, it, it kind of just showed what I already knew about Gilbert Burns. Uh, against Usman, he couldn't really show his uh, technical ability as a wrestler. But against Thompson, he pretty much showed that. He showed what a prolific wrestler he was. He got those three takedowns. 
He had over seven minutes of control. The whole oh, yeah. fight, he pretty much controlled on the ground. He was able to keep his weight on him and push him against the side of the um, the cage and just keep his weight right there. So most of the time, he was just uh, putting his weight there and then getting a few good punches in. Um, I did see a few uh, nice kicks by Thompson, a few high kicks that were definitely... They definitely hurt him in the second round. Um, he got a few kicks that they looked like they hurt Burns, but Burns, after that, he just used the style that he's best at you know he was able to get those takedowns wrestle his way down there get control stay in control for over seven minutes of that fight so he pretty much controlled it and like i thought what was going to happen i really thought it could have been a submission which he was looking for but you know i called for a decision of burns and that's what happened yeah i definitely had the decision going thompson way um but you pretty much said it perfect man you walked it right through Burns came out and used his jiu-jitsu real early in the first round. He was very successful at it. Uh, second round was kind of a stalemate, but Thompson caught him a little bit. You know, he was able to stuff the one takedown attempt in the second, keep the fight on the feet for most of the second, and caught him with a few kicks. So, so you know, even though it wasn't a a straight blowout at that point going into the third, it's technically 1-1. Right, right. It looked like uh, like it's a, it was a ten eight and a nine eight. Looked like they like, you know hurt him saying? more like, than yeah, some of the punches that Burns yeah, was throwing. So at, at that point, yeah, Burns is still basically winning by score, but the rounds was even. Right, the second you know, round, the second, second round, round yeah. I think I think Thompson definitely had a more of a, chance a little to bit win, of an edge. So. Yeah, yeah. So then you get to the third round, though. I mean, the, Burns the judges did to... score at 30-27, so we just do gotta say that. But I mean, it looked a little bit close. Didn't one judge? They were all thirty twenty seven. They are, yeah. Okay, yeah. but I mean, it did look closer at the time. Looking at the second round, it looked right, closer. right, right. So it, it did. The look only a reason closer. is because at the last, the end of the second round, he got weak. They were on the oh, they yeah. were on the ground and they started like punching each both of them. That was one of my favorite things about that fight. At the, at the, the end, end of the round, second or the first, the end of the second, they started literally. Uh, and they were both on the ground holding each other and they started punching each other like those little robo punches. Oh yeah, <laughs> punches. yeah, yeah. Like, basically pressing oh, a button. Man, it was. That was great for the last like ten seconds, and, and it looked like um, Burns did get a few more shots. So maybe at the end end of the round, they gave it, it like back he was, to him. Yeah, gave it back to him. Yeah, but, yeah, but the last round was basically Burns, regardless. Uh, went back for the takedown, uh, seemed to damage him a few times on the ground again. Um, basically, that was uh, definitely more than enough to finish the fight. Right. Um, so I thought it was going to go to decision, but it definitely went the other way. Uh, Burns definitely looked like a better fighter this time. And now the question is, what's next for him? I personally do not want to see him fight Usman again. Mm. He might have to fight Leon or Kobe or Jorge. Um, I mean, I don't know. He's they need calling to stop playing out there. Right, know, right, right. He's definitely calling him out after the fight. So we definitely they that one is. Uh, I mean, that division is pretty stacked. But we've already seen, you know, the the Burns and Usman fight. So. I don't know if too many people really want to see that again just because it's so recent in their memory. Mm -hmm. So I think he's going to have to... They're both going to need another fight, obviously, because Covington's probably going to fight Usman first. Yeah, it looks like Colby's going to be the one to get the the belt first or the chance for the belt first. Um, They're going to try to probably put Leon against someone, so they probably throw him against Burns if they can't get him and Masvidal together. I personally just don't understand why Masvidal is still in a conversation of top fights. He's not even a top contender to me anymore. Like, there's at least four people in that division that's definitely way more uh, deserving of fighting other top contenders for right. final shots. But he is, I mean, he's fifth. He's ranked fifth, but so bro, that's about where like, he's at. But that's my thing. Like, what? Leon's man, above him, you know. That's what I'm they saying. They got like, Burns above him. They got, my man's know. been 0-2 in the last three years. Like, how is he still ranked top yeah, five? But, I mean... Connor was ranked, you know, top no. five, and he was. But that's the thing. Connor was, was ranked. Connor was ranked two. nine three days ago. 
I don't know how the UFC decided to change his ranking from nine, nine like, to five. Like, like, Dana, what the fuck are y'all doing over there? John Jones is number one in the heavyweight like, division right now. He like, what are y'all fought. doing over there? Like, yeah, like the rankings are so trash. He hasn't fought in the like, heavyweight division. Jorge did not deserve to to take like what two straight losses in two years, and that's all you've done in the last two years. You should not be in your top five in your division when everyone else is active. Right, as an active, active fighter, I mean, that's active. True. Even Bur- even even Wonder Boy should be above him, even with this loss. See, Wonder Boy Thompson, he's he's getting older. He's thirty eight years old. I don't know how much longer he's got a case to get a title shot. You know, what about he, Jorge, he uh, he don't deserve anything close to a title shot in the next year or two. The thing with Jorge is he's just a he, draw. Well, that's here's, it. Here's the thing, though: if you fight somebody like Burns, and if he wins, I don't know. If, it, They're it not giving Leon. him another title. It actually, shot. might be Leon. It might be Leon Edwards. If he fight Burns or Leon next and wins, there's no way in hell he deserves a third tight, a third shot at the title. At Usman? When, no, when everyone else in that division, right? You telling me? You really telling me that this him and Kobe deserves the only two people to keep fighting Usman? I mean, hell so no. Here's the thing. I, so I don't even care like, if, like, if he wins it. or not. He shouldn't be fighting top contenders because top contenders should be fighting for the belt, and Jorge Masvidal should not be fighting for the belt. It, I mean, he's not going to be. The next fight wouldn't be for the belt for sure. But if he fights a top four ranked person. And wins, would then would he get a uh, shot for the belt? You think what? Like if he, but if that's he the thing. Why the... should he? He, my man, literally got beat twice. Well, he's the thing, why should he deserve a third chance at Uzman the belt? Is for sure. Most well, likely... Leon hasn't got one yet. That's what I'm saying. I agree with that point right there. I think Leon should get the next chance. But most likely, what's what's happening is Leon is gonna. I'm sorry. I'd rather, uh, see, Coven... I'd rather see Burns get another shot at that belt. But Covington's gonna be the first fight with uh Usman. So most sure. think that. So whoever wins that fight. Let's let's say for now Usman, you know, and uh, now you got Burns pro- possibly fighting either Leon or Jorge, and then the winner of that fight is gonna have to be put about whoever wins. It doesn't matter if it's Burns or Jorge. I, I just think that's how they're gonna look at it. Well, I think if Kobe fights Usman for the belt, then it should be Leon versus Burns. Right, like, that's what I'm saying. And Jorge should not even be like should, yeah. Right, Jorge should not even be in, a, I, in the I next of, best fight. To I agree decide. with you. Like he shouldn't even be like, in that fight. Yeah, like you said, it's just the, the the name. You know, Leon Edwards should have a bigger name. You know, he has a better record to me. And, and that's uh, what I'm saying. If Leon Edwards decided he wanted to be fake, like Kobe Covington, and attach his name to a politician or some bullshit like that with the whole MAGA bullshit, he literally could be like, that's what that's what I hate about Kobe. He was Leon Edwards three years ago. Before he started he had, supporting when Trump. He had that- you know, record no one that cared pretty about much him. great record though. You know, no he, one cared he was about him. Like Seventeen and could three he, now. Could he, no, literally, he was almost on his way out the company, and that's what I hate because, like, at the end of the day, I don't even care who you support. Jorge Masvidal was an actual Trump supporter, right. and that's why Jorge hates Covington. That's one of the reasons because he's like, bro, like, I know this man. I've been training him for years. Like, that's not who he is. Mm. Like, so it's like, be, be, be who you're supposed to be. Be like, be who you are. Like. He started this whole rah rah. Oh, let me act like I'm a right, tough. Right, right. Uh, talking, oh, talking yeah, yeah. He, well, like, he was doing that from Connor. He he kind of learned that from. That's Connor. what I'm that's saying. That, like before that, no one cared about talking, him. Like, so if you're gonna, shit, you if know? you're telling me like I'd rather take Leon, who's been real to who he is, keeping his mouth shut, grinding, like he deserved a title shot. You know what I'm saying? And that's why like that division is so frustrating because Kobe was who Leon is until he decided to start running his mouth, and it's like that shouldn't. That shouldn't be what decides to get two title shots. Wait, Kobe then, or, or um, Kobe? Like Kobe's Kobe Kobe's now or, starting. Or to, that's, no, Kobe's now starting to come in a conversation of of the best in the division. He he already fought Usman. They had a great fight. Had a great uh, fight now he want to fight was... again. But before that, 
He wasn't even like three. That's what I'm saying. Right, before like say, 2016, before no one gave a fuck who no Kobe coming to once. Yeah. Literally, no one cared. And that's my whole point. Is like Leon's now in his shoes. Oh, uh, some well, until boring he gets a technical title fighter. Fight. Until he gets but that's a title what I'm saying. Fight. Kobe had to. Kobe put needed that, that face he on that title fight. to get that title fight. And Leon's not gonna do that. Leon I mean, said, "I put the work in. I should deserve showing, it." And I, that's what I I'm totally saying. agree with you. I think he's showing that you know he's got the record. He's beating those fighters, and they're still probably gonna make him fight somebody like Burns they will. again. You know, but then that's, Kobe gets another shot at the belt, and that's what. And then Jorge got two shots at the boat. Like, are you kidding me? So it might. My, my man's a journeyman with an average. Like next year. That's for, what I'm saying. You know, let's say Usman and uh, Leon Edwards, which I think a lot of people want to see that rematch. But obviously, Leon Edwards fought him when he was a lot younger, and he's gotten a lot better now. So that would that's be a, a good lot rematch. of sense. And that's my point. He's a clear t- contention for next person. I, I just still think that he needs. I mean, it's going to be Covington and Usman. So I think it's it's going to be the winner of whoever Burns fights next. Burn, whoever Burns fights I think it's Covington Versus Usman And I think Leon Deserves to sit And wait for the winner Or not mm. Even if it takes him To I don't year. think I don't think Dana's gonna let him sit. I, think, not, I think it would be They're uh, gonna try to make yeah. him Fight one more time And it's like bro Kelly That's Burns, fucked up yeah. I agree so with you man I, I tend to agree I mean What is he 18 and 3 right now Or 19 and 3 I think, I think he's 18 One or the other But he right. hasn't lost In fucking like Four or five years Exactly He hasn't lost in like Four Yeah exactly And he, he always takes fights like and every, I'm just saying, like everyone's all months, look at him, like and they're like, oh, like he he he's sitting here acting like he don't want to fight Masvidal, but you know, real real contenders shouldn't need to fight anyone, you know. But that's the whole point. He's already did that. He felt like he put that work in. He don't deserve to keep having to fight everyone when these motherfuckers who are worse than him are getting shots at the belt. And I understand but exactly you know what he's coming from. Is, no, and that's, you know how yeah, it is. Yeah, the UFC, like, the way they rank and the way they pick fights, they're so fucking trash. Like that's about you know they literally decided to make a draws. whole interim fucking heavyweight title. Right, but it's about what, what brings the drawing. I mean, look months at, look after at what, this motherfucker win the belt. But look at the the main card fight. I mean, if we get into talking about it, because that's oh yeah, kind of now. Very, so yeah, yeah. But it's very so obviously it, that's it that fight. We want to talk about but, a little bit of that, that implications of you know, that division. That fight was yeah. the same way because that fight. Um, if you look at it, my man had a chance. Um, you know, uh, if Thompson Poirier had a chance to fight for the belt, instead he chose to fight Conor because that's right. a bigger draw, more money. So you, you see that, like, you know, in the UFC, you do have a chance to, like, take that money in, and that money fight will get you, will still get you a um, a big, you know, a big fight like this. Obviously, that's what that's what the UFC is known for. They're, they're known for getting some of the best fights for sure, but they're also known for the money fights, you know. They look for those money fights. Yeah, but the way they go about it is trash. Right, right. They they definitely have the best fight, the best at cer- certain uh, divisions. The best always fight the best. Like heavyweights, obviously, they the best always fight the best. You know, uh, certain divisions are definitely like that. But um, but they now switched it to popular fighting the popular. That's that's where a lot of that's a lot where a lot of fights, lot are, of, going. fights are going. I mean, look yeah, at yeah, YouTube yeah. fights. You look at like boxing matches that are you know. I mean, Tyson's got fights, so it's just you know that's where it's going. But that's what I'm saying, like, and that's the reason why Dana has been successful with the UFC because part of the reason why he he does what he does is he does force right. the best versus the best, the best to fight the best. Like he you was. can't sit here. He was forcing them. Yeah. yeah, you can't sit here and be the top in your division. And not fight other top people in your division, like you know what I'm saying. But lately, right, he didn't let people hold their been, belt for a year. Exactly, right. And he still does that. But lately, on the other side of the coin, he's been letting popular people leapfrog the fucking the line yeah. to get the big draw. And then, yeah. like, you know, you're already paying some of these people who aren't popular chop, chump change. So now, not only well, I mean, are you Nate letting, Diaz is a perfect example. To, yeah, you he know, he I made mean, more than anyone on that card. Yeah, I know. 
And he didn't even fight for a boat. And then he lost. And literally lost 24 minutes out of that fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't even look like he was good. You know, like, so, like, that's all I'm saying. Like, he, he let these popular people leapfrog just uh, to get the big money fight. And it's like, we understand what you're doing as a business, but... As, as a fan of mixed martial arts, I hate seeing these fighters. You still want to be the best of the best, and exactly. Even the ones that don't have a bigger name, because they'll get it. Because a name. there's no way in hell like Jorge Masvidal should even be ranked at this point. Get and him still, out of there. If if they wanted to promote that Ben like Askren Leon. fight, would convince me if he didn't beat Ben Askren in five seconds, that he wouldn't be retired. Right now, I, I agree with you there. I definitely agree. Jorge Masvidal in 2021, if he, if he him, lost yeah, yeah. that Ben Askren fight, yeah, 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 yeah. he wouldn't even be fighting no, the UFC sure, anymore. I mean, we see what happened to Ben Askren, and he would have been old. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he would have <laughs> right. been like, that's all right, a, I'm tired of this. I'm already what 30 fights there. in. I got an average record. I he wouldn't have even sniffed mm. a belt. Would even sn- if he didn't beat Ben Askren in the fashion he beat Ben Askren, Jorge Masvidal would even been close. But here's my thing about UFC fans, though. Like, if if Leon Edwards was American. Because he's from England, if he was, you know, from the U.S., I feel like his fan base would be huge. I think he would have. I don't think so. I, I do. You know why? I think so. I because think it would. Colby Covington was his exact same shoes. Boring. Just he's still, very he still great has more technical knockouts. fighter with a more very good though. wrestling resume. Right. No one cared about him. He still has more knockouts uh, overall. Because Leon he wasn't bringing than. in draws. Yeah, yeah, but as far as a uh, boxing and style, a, like, and, and then Leon's a technical, very technical. safe fighter. Technical boxing and a lot of, style, like, yeah. he, like even if he was American, like they don't like that. They want people to go out there and. Knock I still think out, the UFC you know fans are always a little bit more biased. Oh no! So the, it does. It would have helped if he was American, American but I feel fighter. like if he was American, he still would have been in the same shoes. You know what I mean? Possibly, possibly. But no, it would have been a bigger draw. I think it would have been a little bit bigger draw. If my man was from fucking West Virginia or something like that, he would have been getting a lot more fans. They say USA and they hate his ass. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I they just boom when he walks in. You For know, sure. it's a, I mean, it happens a lot, you know. And then like but somebody like sometimes Conor McGregor, being hated even work. As long as, like even being hated work because you're it still getting it works. The, I mean, look at know, somebody like Conor McGregor though. He's from Ireland, and when he when he walked in yesterday, everyone was cheer like the crowd went wild. And so he was I ain't front. Once he started getting caught, I loved it because the crowd started to switch up to the they USA did switch chance. up. They did switch up. Yeah. I did see that, but no. Uh, the only the only thing that uh, we should talk about that a little bit because today I did read. I, I read something that they only started chanting USA because Trump walked in. So I don't know if we really want to. Really? Trump. Yeah, I saw saw an article that said they started chanting USA because you uh, Trump walked into the arena and they saw him on the Jumbotron. Yeah. During the middle of the main event? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like during the first uh, beginning of the first round, he walked in. <laughs> yep. Mm. So that that's the one thing that, that could have, you know, <laughs> right, right, right. could have been because of that. That's what the article said. Um but anyways, let's talk a little bit about that Conor McGregor and Dustin oh, Poirier yeah, fight. Yeah. It's you know it was the main event. A lot it had a lot of hype for it. You know, obviously oh, it was a sure. trilogy. You know, so everyone wanted to see what was going to happen. The last time we saw Conor McGregor six months ago, you know, he got knocked out by Dustin Poirier, and uh, then we pretty much didn't hear anything about him until I mean until they just did the press conference on Friday and they started talking a lot of shit to each other. And shit pretty much got sour with them, you know, after the press conference. So, once we got in the fight, you could see the hatred. They both didn't like each other. Um, I don't know. What I saw from this fight, though, I definitely saw that Connor used his left leg a lot to hit um, Poirier in the shin. He was able to get some of those in the beginning. Um, only, like, the first minute and a half of the fight was interesting for Connor, obviously, because once we saw the clinch and Connor tried to go in... For a guillotine, that was the biggest mistake he made. He tried to go in for the guillotine and got pushed towards the fence. Oh, what um, happened with I only count the knockouts? 
What is it? Oh yeah, I mean yeah. he did say that. He did say that, but you know, some of the other kind of is gonna try to do whatever he, but that whatever was, uh, he can. That but, was a panic move. Yeah, that was a panic move. I don't think that he should have done it, especially with a bigger guy like with Poirier. And once once uh, Poirier got him onto the ground and he got out of that guillotine, you know, he was just uh, way better than Connor. And it looked it looked very similar to that Khabib fight. Connor was just sitting there; he couldn't move anywhere. He was stuck between the cage and a big guy, bigger guy. And a bigger guy was just elbowing him down. I got to give a lot of credit to Conor for definitely like throwing some kicks in the beginning and definitely keeping up there with with Poirier. A lot of people said that Poirier just totally like destroyed him, even in the when they were standing up. But I think I still think that Conor was uh, still even with him while they were standing up. Once it got to the ground, and you know, once uh, he he let go of the clinch and he got onto the ground, Poirier was just like pretty much taking his time with him and working him, working him. There was at one point that Conor was able to put his uh, legs on Poirier's hips and try to push him back, but Poirier pretty much uh, twisted his body and was still able to get two more elbow shots. And then after that, it looked like Poirier turned to the ref and said something. That's the one thing I didn't get why he let Conor up. He turned to the ref and looked like he didn't like something. Maybe it was like a low shot, and he might have uh, said something to the ref, but obviously he let Conor up, and then three seconds later... Now you know. the second you um have someone on top on the floor and you basically uh back away like Poirier did it and actually turn your back, the ref have to let the person on the back. Right, get you got to let him go, but you it, can't just turn around and decide. Oh, let me you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like he said something to the ref, like oh he yeah, got me might here, have been he got me like here that. or something like. But I'm not sure. Uh, a lot of people say like in the beginning of the fight they saw Poirier point at Connor's leg and when he when he was uh throwing those leg kicks and he was trying to check him, but. You know, once once Connor got up from the ground and he and the, the ref let him up, you know, two three seconds later, it was just yeah, a clean again. punch to the right, and then he slid back, and obviously we all know what happened there with his leg, you know, slid down on his leg, and honestly, I I thought that when we were talking about that Sean O'Malley fight, Herb Dean was the he was the referee there, and he stopped that fight early. And this fight, you know, it looked like the last few seconds of that first round, once Dustin Poirier got on top of Connor and he was throwing punches on him, I feel like they should have stopped the fight. Even though there was five seconds left, they should have called it right there and, and called it a knockout because, you know, it just looked like it was a, you know, it was a beating right there. And I think Herb, in his mind, he kind of, he wanted to let it go because of what happened in the fight earlier. What do you think about that fight, though? Eh? No, that was that? a, that was a very, very good fight. I mean, obviously... You wanted to go for longer than the first round, uh, but basically, I was very impressed with Poirier. Like, this is how it came out, man. Connor came out very active, a lot of leg kicks and combos. Poirier was actually throwing little leg kicks back, checking his leg kicks, throwing a few punches back. Um, you know, he even said in the interview he pointed at Connor because he said he felt something happen with Connor's leg when he threw that leg kick. Right. And then Connor followed up with that leg kick with this with the same front kick. A front kick with the same leg. Um, so I could definitely... Something happened. Maybe he got overextended, you know. Um, but pretty much... Uh, one of, When when Connor was throwing those combos, obviously... It looked like he probably was ahead for the first minute. Mm. Then Poirier started throwing his own kicks and combos back. So then at that point, they're trading. And then one of the leg kicks caught Connor in the same left leg. And it froze him. So that's what I'm saying. So that's why I think like Poirier kind of was on the choke at this point. You know, he'd um, kicked him with the left leg. Poirier pointed said he kind of felt something. Connor then followed up with the same leg um, with the front kick. And then that's the same leg that Poirier kicked where it kind of froze Connor. 
at that point, Poirier hit him with a right hand. Um, that's when Connor went in for the clinch. Right. So yeah. like I kind of do believe that like at that point you know, like it could have been a fracture it, or something yeah, right there. Like, and so that adrenaline, you know, maybe Connor didn't even feel it nothing yet. You know what I'm saying? So that's my thing. Like that, that, you know, I mean, probably I maybe it didn't fully, you know, actually did, yeah. get injured until he took that step back when it really folded. So you know what I'm saying? But I think at that point he was there were certain strains that he put on that leg. Um, that like is is weird because you don't understand how that one little little kick could have caused that. Like, you know? I just I don't see it like that. I I did see you know him point. Uh, Poirier did point at Connor's leg. I just don't think that that's where it broke because you know when he when he had that um kick and they said that Poirier checked it. It looked like Connor hit him with the front of his toes more, right, more right, with right. the top of his leg or with the top of his foot. Whereas where where he um slipped back and then he landed on his leg the the way that it broke it was above the ankle about like two inches above the ankle so it wasn't an ankle break it was more of a leg break you would think that like if his ankle was fractured then his his ankle would be uh you know broken not his leg i just i feel like the leg break might have happened because he weakened the leg as he was hitting his uh the shins in the first few times i mean he got like six good kicks in the first like minute Right. Like right on the shin and it looked like those were shin kicks. Some of them he did check and it could have just weakened, you know, right, the right, bone right. and then For sure. It, Throw, and that's the thing, throwing them leg kicks are always dangerous. Definitely well, dangerous. Both on receiving them and on throwing them. So it's, it was it's, just weird to, to see like because uh, usually I mean they compared this one to the um, Anderson Sylvan break. Uh, Anderson Sylvan break when that happened, you know, his leg broke and how he kicked. But the way that Anderson kicked and his broke, he kicked on his shin. And it was a similar break. The way that Connor kicked, it was more on the top of the foot. So, like Daniel Cormier was explaining it, that uh, something like that, if you hit, uh, if you have like a fracture there, then you would definitely not be able to even stand on it. Well, that's what I'm know? saying. That obviously, whatever happened didn't finish there. I think when he took the step back, that's when I actually finished whatever broke right. or whatever fractured his leg. But I do, I do, I can see how that whatever action happened could have started with that kick. True. Because that was True. the first of three major events that happened with that same leg before the clinch even happened, and then once he got to the clinch, obviously he wasn't even he wasn't even fucking with the leg. And if you notice, he was honestly kicking off more with uh, the right foot on Poirier's chest. So basically, he didn't he best, he didn't even, he didn't do anything with the leg until he got back up. And he once, was still utilizing it though. He was still pushing against his body with the leg. So if if it was hurting, if your leg was like first. Like I half fracture. I don't think hurt. at that point he probably just strained it, and whatever mm. happened didn't fully happen yet. And mm. then once you know, Poirier basically beat his ass on the on the ground, literally demolished him with all them elbows and punches. Yeah, it really Connor had no me. answer to that. Not at all. It really and, reminded me of like that Khabib fight. Once Connor got on, gets on the ground, he has towards, no answer towards on the, the ground. edge of the cage too. Yeah, he, has yeah, no, yeah. he can't get away from that. He just can't. Yeah, he had two uh, failed guillotines. Uh, that definitely didn't work. Uh, couldn't get the right angles, and then, like I said, um, he was pushing off with the right foot a lot. I remember, like, I was watching the fight, and I kept screaming, like, "Yo, like, push that foot off your waist, get back into guard, like, get back in there." Um, right. And then finally, um, he he got off of him. And, you know, the, the ref let both of them up, um, and then Connor, uh, they threw, they threw I think a combo each, and I think he got hit with the right, and then went to take a step back, probably throw a counter, and that's when his leg, uh, kind of at, at that point, that's when it got fucked up. Uh, Poirier followed up with a few hits, got him on the floor. Same thing with you said. I kind of thought with three seconds left. So obviously at that point, yes, the leg did break. 
nobody no knew one at that knew. time. Nobody knew. So, not, not and that's Dean why Connor was mad because as soon as the round ended, he was yelling at Herb Dean to make sure that it wasn't a knockout. Knockout. Like yeah. it was a TKO. Right. That it, like it was a well, doctor stoppage. Doctor stoppage. Yeah. And yeah. Because he he I think he himself knew that it could have came down to f- that fight finishing because with three seconds left, I already thought it should have been called. Literally, I, I understand the yeah. round was going to end in two seconds. I understand the two seconds around and that bell's going to ring. But with three mm-hmm. seconds left, I thought Herb Dean should have waved his hands. But at the end of the day, it was a doctor stoppage because, you know, he right. did fuck up his leg. Broke his leg but once, either way, once he saw it. I was not impressed with anything I saw from Connor. Um, obviously, I thought the leg kicks were different. I was a little impressed. I was a little I in thought the first the legs minute. Were different, I was impressed. But that's the thing. But that's what Connor do. And Dustin already showed that he can withstand that. You know what I mean? Like, Connor comes out and he, that's what he does at first. Yeah. And, like, after the first 30 seconds, I feel like Connor already threw a couple things, landed a couple uh, legs, you know, or a couple kicks, threw a couple punches. But he's like, all right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Now he started throwing back, throwing back. hitting yeah. his own kicks, hitting some combos, and he caught Connor first. Literally two minutes into the round, Connor fucking once panicked, you get in the clinch, one into a clinch. Once you get in the clinch, at that he, point, Poirier threw you against the cage. Yeah, He's a better wrestler. Um, well, once you try to take him down, Connor tried the cage, guillotine. You can't do a guillotine. You just yeah. can't do a guillotine once you're against the yeah. cage with a bigger guy because a bigger guy is always gonna better outmaneuver you. Against the so cage. that's why, like, yeah. Um, that's why, like most of the even even the commentators who are UFC fighters, they still had Poirier just a little of the edge before the clinch started mm. because like we, I think we just watched the fight right before we started this. Right, he caught him like three four punches that and, and like I a said, it started off with a leg forward, kick. But- so he he hit Connor with the leg kick. Connor kind of froze, caught him with the right, three more punches. Connor kind of went for the clinch. At that point, you lost the clinch. The only thing kind of offered for the rest of that round was the guillotine attempts. So that's why, like, yeah, for me that was a ten eight round. Um, my I don't thing know if is it was closer, but like to me that that was the best Connor would have had to offer. Here's the thing, my my thing is I definitely uh, saw Connor hurting his shin a lot. Even they were commenting on, after the first minute, they were saying, "Oh, his shins are red." Poirier, that is like his shins are all red, and he got him once in the ribs, and Poirier did this one little like maneuver where he kind of just like you know turned his body, kind of like clinch a little bit. That it looked like it hurt him. So, honestly, I mean, but I, that's what they do. Like they knew they were gonna stay in the middle and, yeah, and, and gun and shell and, and and throw each other. But Connor's the one that folded and first. That's my thing. I just think that people and are starting in two minutes. People are starting to figure out Connor's game, and yeah. they're, they're starting to use more clinching. They're starting to out wrestle him because they know that if you just stand in the middle with Connor, you're not gonna win. Well, no, but that's win. my whole that's, point. Or that's how he used to fight. But now, once he figured him out, you know. But that's my Mar- point. Mar- Mar- he, figured him out. They've been. The, the, this wasn't that at all. They both said. They're gonna stand in the middle and throw, and they did that. Connor was the first one to initiate the clinch because right. he got caught with a three-piece I mean, combo pretty even with a soda. Was, I, th- I think it was pretty even when they were standing up. I, I don't give it to. I don't give that. But that's the point. I think the combo that made Connor uh, basically panic and go for the clinch was what pushed Poirier just above him because it was like three to four punches after a late kick. Right. So literally, that's right. like. Four to five significant right, throws right, right there. Strikes right there, yeah. And then at that point, Connor had no choice but to go try to because it's like one foot away from the cage, one foot away from Dustin. I can't go backwards because that's, that's a thing. bad idea. That was, Let me uh, try to go forward. And at that point, he got fucked up. So for me, Dustin was already showing that he's willing to trade blows with him. And Con- you know, Connor thought after the first forty-five seconds, oh, I got him. Well, no, and he, Dustin came back. That's the mistake he had. Once, once the clinch happened, it looked like. 
It looked like Connor was gonna get Dustin on the cage once the clinch happened, but Dustin is bigger and he's he, was able to, he was able to push Way him back wrestler. and literally turn him into the cage. Mm-hmm. So once they got into the clinch, he turned Connor into the cage and he just got more. Yeah, way better, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. Way better wrestler. Connor had no choice. I don't um, know why he made the mistake of going for the guillotine. He should have tried to push himself off. And it and wasn't. Try a, to, it wasn't a mistake. It was a mistake. It's I'm going it to mistake. my back regardless. Let me at least try to catch him in a choke. Connor is not the type to. Submit somebody, especially somebody think with a wrestling it. background. Even like, with even with like Khabib, Poirier. Connor had no like he might have withstanded the first minute or two of takedowns, and he was actually really good at that. But it wears you. What right. you know, Khabib won't wear you out. When Connor actually like the, the he didn't think about the the takedown when it came down to the clinch. He thought about the clinch because he got rocked. Well, no, that's the thing. So it was once, it was muscle clinch, memory. Once he's, once in, he's the clinch, in the clinch, I feel like he should have pushed. It was over. Back. He has no like. I'm not gonna say he has no skill, but once he's in a clinch, like you said, Poirier is way bigger, way down, better. Yeah. He uh, had no choice but to. He got yeah. thrown against the cage. At that point, he know Poirier already got a lower stance, got two hands wrapped around him, right. and got his so head in like his a, stomach. A he's going down. down. Yeah. At that point, the only thing he has to do let me at least try to catch your neck. And he and he almost. I feel, almost, like, I feel he like, like no. There, I mean, they Daniel Cormier kind of broke it down that there was another way that he could have looked at it because. He went with his right hand around the um, uh, for the guillotine. He should have actually put his arm underneath and, and try to get a sort of like an arm bar up top. But there's a reason why this nigga got 19 knockouts out of 20 something fights. And well, that's the thing. His submission like he's game not, is, he's not is not average. A, he's not a wrestler. He's, he's not, not a wrestler. So people are starting to figure out that the closer they get to Connor, that they're just gonna be that's able it. to out wrestle. And, and if you can, like, I'll obviously he him. got one of the, take the hardest uh, lefts in his division, but. If like Dustin is not scared, that's what I'm saying. Dustin already fought him twice. He's not scared of his power. He's willing to trade blows. And if you got someone who you can hit, 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 and won't back up, that's a dangerous motherfucker. Because they're not they they know they're gonna get hit and they're willing to take those hits so they can catch your eye. And that's yeah, the difference yeah, he, with G Connor. Connor's was great at counter counter reacting and basically counter punching off of the few like people were very scared to get into his range. Poirier wasn't playing that. We're gonna we're gonna get into each other's ring and we're gonna play this game. I mean, Connor Connor is always very exciting in those first oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. few minutes of the fight. You and always know that saying. he's bringing that energy in the first. Oh, that's why th- he has th- one th- of the so fa- many. Th- th- Doesn't th- he so have the fastest knockout ever in the NFL? I mean, in the UFC, he has the fastest knockout, thirteen seconds. Oh, with Aldo. Uh, yep, with, yep, Jose Aldo, and uh, obviously with you know, a punch because ben yeah, Askren, yeah, that was a jumping yeah, punch. That was a jump yeah, like a jump. Because Ben Askren got the uh, the knee in five. That's right. That's right. The knee. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. He got the knee I forgot in five about seconds. that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's still one of the fast. But, no, no, but for I sure. mean, Connor is a type that he uses a lot of energy in that first, you know, that first round. That's how he does it. But my thing is, if I mean, I'm kind of sad that it ended the way it did. I really would have wanted to see that fight kind of go all five rounds because I still think that I mean, if he would have kept going down, Poirier would have kept taking him down second, third, fourth round. If if the fight kept going, then obviously Poirier would have probably knocked him out by the second or third round. But if it was more of a stand up fight. I still feel like it might have been more even, and and Connor might have been able to weaken that leg because it looked like it was already red. If he kept on hitting it and weakening it a little bit more and a little bit more, and maybe got him to like start wobbling on it a little bit. But that's the thing. You say that's what you think could have happened, but if Connor didn't break his leg, his leg probably would have still been in worse shape than Poirier's because he, he already was taking he already took damage. That break didn't just happen with that step back. You know what I'm saying? So at that point, even if he didn't break his leg. I don't think the the kicks like 
I, he knew he had to start off throwing the kicks because he got beat the fuck up on kicks that last fight last five fight, months ago. Fight before. Yeah, yeah, he exactly. had to make sure Poirier was wasn't going to come. So, but exactly. I felt like that wasn't going to last because, like, already. Uh, he was like, doing, but he was doing, I, doing but that's pretty thing. good, though. After he got to the floor, I promise you, after them two guillotine attempts, Connor's tank was empty by the time he got to the end of that round. But that's my point. He's not going to want to stay on the floor after that. He's not going to want to get and to the floor. And that's what i He's going to want to keep. If, I, if the I, fight I wasn't worried. Going, like, I, even in the second round, if they came out and decided to throw blows for another few minutes. Straight knockout. Like, not even knockout. I don't think he would have. Like, I, I, I wasn't like, I don't think Dustin or like no one was worried about that. Like, I, I'm not going to so say Connor was a scrub. Would have kept on but, bringing but, him down and, and you know, using they, they, control second on second round, they probably would have traded blows until one of them gets got caught again. And then and same it, thing. That's what I'm saying. Same, I think it would have been thing. the same thing. And then maybe like, knock those. Like, I, I think I was, like, after the first round, Connor's chances of knocking anyone out is keep going down and down because his was, endurance is... And at that point, his leg was already weak. Um, His ear was already beat up his, and bleeding. His ear was definitely bleeding. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Poirier was... Confident, bro. Like if they didn't have that stoppage, I promise Poirier would have came out that second round. Like, like I'm like oh, yeah, let's go. Last few seconds, he was, con- he was, like, well, the he last was talking. Seconds, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. he was, he felt real good. Like he to him, he know he just dominated that whole round. I agree. I'm just I'm just saying like a what if statement. If the nah, leg didn't break, you. if the leg didn't break, he wouldn't have fell down. He wouldn't have uh you know uh gotten those punches in the last few seconds. So the fight wouldn't have ended in the in the first round like that. You know, let's say he stayed up in the last the last few seconds of the round. Then you know, next round stand up fight, standing up again. I feel you. I think it would have been longer standing up fight, but if you if you're thinking that you know, Poirier is the type to just bring him down and use that strategy because, like I, no, like, I, I feel like the way he even if you like you said take out that the few punches the break, that the, right. like, yeah yeah After take the out break. that before that even if they trade it for the last 15 seconds you know round finish come right. next round I think that Poirier would have came out. With, way with more aggressive because yeah. mm-hmm. gotcha. he just had an amazing gotcha. like you know what I'm saying like he would have been you. like alright like, like, it's really like, and I think like it's funny because before the fight I had Poirier winning by decision because I didn't think that like it was going to be like oh a, a beat down mm. but af- if if what I seen from the first round if it kept going I honestly like if that leg didn't break I would have thought I I felt like Poirier would have got a knockout would knockout yeah yeah see I would have definitely think they would have ended the fight on like if he got if Poirier got Connor back to the ground on yeah. this and in the second round at any point he would have finished the fight. See, in my opinion, that's where I agree with you right there because I, I do think that that fight like the end of the fight when they were on the ground it definitely reminded me just I like thought the, he should have called it just like the Khabib. Fight. Obviously, it was a leg break, but like if, right. like that's well, what I'm saying. No, if, no, I'm just talking about when they were when they were on the ground the first before time all with that. the elbows. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah. the first time when they were throwing elbows, it just looked so much like that Khabib fight. So if that thing happened again on the ground for another two minutes, three minutes, Connor would have been done. At that's that what I'm point. saying. If, if he got caught again, right? And, yeah. So yeah. you're right. I definitely agree with you there. I definitely do agree. And with I you think there. that Dustin would have came out and got like because at that point, like you know, Dustin don't care about. Like, yeah, he want to sit there and say, yeah, let, let's shell and shoot. I mean, that's what they were saying. But, they said they were trying to bl- throw blows in the middle. But remember? once kind of went from that clinch, it's game over. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think Dustin would have Dustin would have came out, hit him, and I think at some point like, that kind of would have got close enough to where they would have grabbed their wrist hands. As soon as their hands got on each other, it would have been over again yeah, for Connor. Yeah, once they clinched one more time. One more just, time, yeah, it would have yeah. been over. Right. Because right. Connor don't have the defense down. not to get taken out when not you already got your hands on you. Not at all, but uh, that's... Like, the like, best defense I've ever seen from Connor when it comes to takedown was with Khabib. And that's because I'm pretty sure... You know, no, no. And that's not uh, even... As far as, even, like, on, on the ground, I don't think so. And I know. No, but here's he the thing. What I, here's what I think what I mean by that. 
Khabib actually. I would say like, against Nate Diaz. No, not no, not even that. That's what I'm talking. Let me let me say, Connor actually stuffed a few of Khabib's attempts, and now you're talking about one of the best wrestlers, and that's what I mean. As but that was the best blows. I've seen okay, as far as out of blows. Connor, and. I don't. I never seen I that see before, and I never seen it after. I see what you're but saying. But that's because I'm pretty sure he had to spend the whole training camp working on, ground, on just underneath. that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to get him. Like so, he he ended up getting so mauled on the ground. But those like three or four takedown stuffs. That was the most. That was the best stuffs I've could, ever seen right, from Connor. Right. So you know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure he had to drastically work on that. Right. Right. And right. a regular day. Kind of don't got answer for that, really. You know what I'm saying? He's and not the type of fighter, he's, and that's he's what never, I'm saying. Never so been that type if of Connor got his, but that, if but that was my put point, his hands on him one more time in that second round, I think that fight would have stopped. See, that the was ground. my point because he's not that type of fighter. He's everyone knows him as that knockout artist, that quick knockout artist. Even you know um, when they uh, talked to Charles Olivier, you know, there at the end of at the end of the fight, there he. They were asking him, like, you know, what do you think could have happened if the fight kept going in the second yeah, round? Anything is possible. Even, even he said, anything is possible in MMA. You never know. Because Connor is a tight one punch, and it's over. I, I do think that, you know... Um, well, I, here's, I here's that, my uh, thing, though. You, you Poirier's got a great chin, though. Poirier can take a punch. Well, here's my he thing. He showed that. He anything showed that. can happen. But if you have to take the first round and use that as a great... Use that to make an educated guess of how the rest of the fight was right. going to go. You would think that you're it, not going to tell me you're going to predict yeah. Connor based off what you I saw in that you. first round. I agree. You want to predict Connor no, because no, you no. know who he is. No, and he has one. You know, I'm, I know. I'm, I'm not saying you. No, no. I'm, but I'm saying like in general. I agree. You want to say, oh, Connor has still had totally any chance available because right. he's Connor. I'm gonna. Yeah, my prediction. But if you take what happened in that first round, right? It was not looking likely that Connor was winning that fight. My prediction is based on the first two minutes because I really think that Connor made a mistake once the clinch happened. I feel like it, other fighters, thing, it wasn't because a he's not a wrestler, no, he has no other choice. fighters. He got rocked. Here's the thing. Better better wrestlers would be able to right. get out of that clinch. They would they'd be able to turn their body away from the cage, move themselves out of the clinch, and keep it a stand-up fight. You know, Connor's just, like we said, he's not I that said, type Connor's of Connor's striking is only effective when someone is, is scared of back, him. Striking back. Or, or no, scared counter. of him. Yeah. Because they they throw from a distance because they don't want to get in, right. and that's when he right, can hit right. him with the perfect counters. And he he's great at he picking and choosing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the reach, but Poirier not playing that game. We're gonna stand in the pocket with each other, and like like Poirier wasn't scared. It, I agree that's what I'm saying. He that's a scared. big difference. He wasn't scared. No, no, when no, you're not scared of someone's knockout power, no, it's a whole other ball game. I agree. All I'm saying is that. In the in my eyes, because a lot of people are looking at it like, oh, it was it was a beatdown. Even when they were standing up, it was a beatdown. What I see it when nah. they were standing up that first minute and whatever 20, 30 seconds, I still think it was a semi even fight. It was a, it was an even fight to me because Connor had like six, seven leg kicks, and uh, he had around like eleven or sorry, he had twelve uh, significant strikes compared to uh, um, Poirier, who only had at the time like eleven. So, so for me, I, I, say, strikes at, I think at the time. Poirier had four to five significant strikes in the combo that led up to the clinch, and that's what basically just put him over. Right. Those and those look harder too. Like because he, Poirier's he, look he got fucked up. Yeah, like, they look like they pushed him like, back. Yeah, yeah Connor so. got hit. That leg right. kick froze him, and then he got hit with a two to three piece combo right afterwards to the point where Poirier took one step up. Connor took one step back. I think he realized he was at the fence, mm-hmm. and then took a step forward for that clinch. Right, and that like so. I think that little combination and that little exchange is what basically gave Poirier the edge. The edge, right there, yeah. Because everything else before that, no one got rocked or stunned. Right. 
No. And, and that's what I, it is. No, I mean, that's one thing. I and mean, obviously, Poirier, besides the two guillotine attempts on the floor, Connor got dominated. Right. Poirier showed that he definitely is better at the stand-up. You know, he, hey, now I, I thought he was better, a better man all he, around as a fighter, and I think it showed yesterday. I mean, I kind of... I kind of figured, like, what we were talking about before is you, you go with your heart or you go with your head. Like, I was going to say, my head, mind said Poirier because Poirier. it makes sense. Right. But even but like you thought Khabib, Connor could come back and be that, well, like, you know. Even Khabib said, if Connor doesn't win in that first round knockout, then it's, it's going to be Poirier. It's over. You know, yeah. so, like, even he, like, thought the same way that Connor uses so much energy in that first round. So, but it's just kind of sad to see it end like that. I don't know. For, for a future, do you think, I mean, everyone's looking at this question, do you think it's going to be a round four? I mean, I know there has Poirier, to be, McGregor and not four. because I think there has to be, but because Dana White's uh, cash cow and is going to make sure he does it. But here's my thing: he did say it was Poirier in the back pocket yesterday. All yeah, of us, Poirier's clear, clear, clear contention for the belt. I think that's he fight was a number Charles one Olivier. contender in the in the division. He decided to take the uh, McGregor fight for the money and then do the belt next. Oliveira won the belt. That's fine. There's no way in hell that he shouldn't be fighting for the belt next. I agree. Totally agree. Now, if right he fights now. for the belt next, now you, you're talking six months to a year for Conor to even come back. He fight for the belt next. Now, let's say he wins the belt. Now he's a champ. There is no way in hell that McGregor versus Poirier four should happen if he's if holding he's, that belt. If he's a champion, Conor don't deserve that shot. Mm. Hmm. I understand uh, you want to make it happen. Know. And if he loses the belt, I say make it happen. But there's no way in hell that he beats Olivier if he beats Olivier and he holds that belt, that Connor's the next person to get a shot at him. Here's my thing. No, no way in hell. At this point, I understand Connor's still a good draw, but it's it's like and, my man's like, my resume thing. is trash. Now the way that the UFC is compared moving compared to what it used to be. Right, but the way the UFC is moving, and we just talked about this they like earlier in the episode. Fights, yeah. The way it's moving, like even Dana White said that in the post-game interview he said that he has two fights in the pocket we got the ds rematch in the pocket and we still got this one uh the poirier rematch in the so po- i think poirier you know? should so like, get the belt and if he gets the belt i think connor has to fight diaz before to come back to come back connor have one has fight to fight at least, diaz and that's my thing i think and it's connor still a good draw thing. still a That'll good be an money draw. you, you know what i'm saying so that's still Ooh, probably if, if he come back yeah. next year and and granted, there's not a John Jones versus Francis fight. That'd that would still be the, the best fights of next year. It would still right. be the biggest fight of yeah. next year. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. that would still probably be the next best option. They're probably going to think that for sure. Because at this point, like you can't keep justifying giving Connor. But shots here's the at thing, though, if you do that, that, I mean, if you do, if you let's say Connor comes back in a year, I mean, I, I think that Olivier fight with, um, um, you know, Olivier Poirier is going to happen in like six months, maybe. So if Poirier maybe has beginning the of belt. 22. So um, he probably think... has at least one title defense exactly. by the time yeah, that's, Connor that's fights time Diaz. Exactly. At that point, if Connor fight Diaz, does he even want to take that fight? Is my thing. It, to him, is, is a, it even worth it? That's my point. Yeah, is it even like worth? It's it? already after... two years removed. Right, he's fighting like yeah, he might be the bigger draw, but I'm with like, a title I'm defense. The... And and after and I don't think alternatively though, if he even loses that title defense, let's say he doesn't get it. If he loses it, then Connor four makes perfect sense. I don't know there either. I don't know if Connor would want to take that fight. Connor has a choice. Connor has a choice. No, 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 no. Connor does have a choice. Connor, Connor, Connor's Connor. not going to get, like, I'm telling you right now, Connor doesn't get a fight at the belt. If he beats Diaz, the next fight, let's say nope. they fight Diaz. Nope. You don't think it, Dana The White, only way Connor gets a shot Dana at the White's belt, yes, because the only way Connor gets a shot at the belt is, is if, if he, he fights, if he beats Nate Diaz he and Poirier Dustin's holding and the belt. Holding it, yeah. If Dustin's not holding the belt, Connor doesn't sniff a belt. 
Okay. Don't even yeah. sniff it. It's, if Dutch and lose, mm. then yeah, you're fighting for the fourth fight. You know what I'm saying? That's that's still the best money fight you can for think sure, of. For sure. But Connor doesn't. If Connor, like, that's the only reason why both of them were in title contention because Dusty deserves the belt. He said he sidestepped for the belt for Connor. At that well, point, he was the if Connor wins, because then if Connor wins, then you got a conversation of him just being the number one contender division. Yes, he probably deserves a belt. He just lost again. He has to take a year off. If Poirier is not holding that belt, Connor's not getting a chance. Right. Let's see. Yeah. If it, Even if, if he comes Charles back and Lydia beat, yeah, keeps it he's and not getting a chance at that. Charles, Le- but okay. So let's say let's keep speculating. <laughs> Charles Olivier keeps the belt after Poirier and Charles Olivier fight. Then does uh, McGregor four and uh, Poirier happen? If McGregor beats Poirier somehow, some way in that fourth at fight, at that point, at that point, does he get a chance? Does the, my question? He is, might. Does, that, so, that's my but question. that's the does thing. Does Conor ever come back into that championship conversation? No. Unless it's Poirier. Unless it's Poirier. That's okay. my whole point. Unless okay, it's Poirier, you. I do not think so. And, and my I'll... my thing is, I actually think he has a chance. He has a chance, even if it's not Poirier. If he fights somebody like Diaz and then you know has another fight, which. You can never count Conor out. I don't know. There's guys no, that are fighting into like, their 40s. Right now, Poirier versus Conor or McGregor 4 is, makes perfect sense as the next fight because yeah, we don't like yeah, the yeah. way it ended. Right. But right. if if Poirier holds a belt, Conor don't deserve that title shot. If Poirier don't des- holds a belt, then yeah, let's make Conor versus... I, I think uh, it's happened. I don't know if he Dustin deserves Ford, it or not. But, like, no, but I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. If Poirier holds a belt, there's a... I, I, is a very very good chance that they make Conor fight him for the. Title that's what defense. I mean. I think it's gonna. I don't happen. think he deserves it, but that's how Dana runs things. There's right. no way in hell Chandler should have came in and got a shot, Chandler, got yeah, a yeah, shot yeah. with Oliveira for the belt to begin with. But that's how they do things. So that the only way that Conor gets a, a chance at that belt is if he comes back, beat Nate Diaz, or like they, he can't come back after this injury and get a straight shot at the belt. That's fucking disrespectful. So disrespectful. I mean, unless Poirier just says yes. Because he wants the money. Because Poirier, Poirier did that now. No, Poirier wouldn't care because at this point he thinks he's way better than Connor. Right. So, so he'll take but that it's chance. Up to him, but it, but I'm it'll saying like it's disrespectful to the rest of the fighters in that division. So you're telling me that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like you're can, telling me if Poirier gets to choose his fighter, you know, I would. I think he, he would won't, choose. But that's the thing. If Poirier gets to choose his fighter, he's not choosing Connor. For the bigger draw, oh, yeah, he would. For the bigger no, money, no, but listen, yes, he would. Especially because what he, he just won't. said, he thinks that he can beat him again. But 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 he wants to move past him. He I'm already feel like that's a chapter a closed. But if he's already champion, no, is what? he? If he's no, yeah, if he's already champion, then and, and they the, say, hey, he gets to Connor, fighter, yeah, you but I'm saying he won't choose him. If he gets champion, the first thing they're gonna do if Connor's active is say, hey, Connor wants to go at you for four. He will say yes. But if they say choose your fighter, he he's gonna now. say he did it now because be, he had a be chance Con- to get but the but listen, championship. He did belt. it now because he know that he can beat Connor. And get the belt. Now that he beat Connor in the last two fights, he want to move past that. If he gets the belt and they say Connor wants a fourth one, he will take it. But if they say, "Hey, you're the champ. Choose your fight," he's not gonna no, choose an injured. Like he's gonna choose. No, but here's my whoever's thing, next he, in the division. He had. He's a not chance. gonna choose Connor now that he has the belt. He chose Connor because he know he could walk through Connor and then get the belt. Right, 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 if he but, get the belt, he's not gonna choose Connor again because he don't care about Connor anymore. The belt is not open now because Oliveira fought for the belt. But, but then no, no one else is gonna get a shot. Like no, but here's. Point. It's clear contention Dana that he gets White the next gave shot. The, gave, Dana White gave him the choice to choose his fighter because Nurmagomedov retired, so choose your fighter, and you guys are going to fight for the belt. So he would be champion at that point. He kind of chose to take the money. So I'm thinking if he becomes champion again, 
And Dana White asks, do you want to fight one of these guys in a one, two, or three? Or do you want to fight Conor McGregor? I feel like he's going to take Conor McGregor because he knows he can already beat him and because it's a big money draw for him. You know? So, well, it, here's the thing. But here's my thing. He would take Dana's fight, not going to ask. If Conor's available, that's the fight that's happened. Right. But right. if... It, like right. if, if then he's not gonna say choose Connor or choose anyone else. If Connor comes back, he's gonna say bro, Connor ver- is happening for for a title big, defense. I don't. I think it'll be a choice. Not, I think it'll be a Poirier choice at that point. But that's what I'm saying. No, none of these people get to actually choose. That's what I'm saying. Like Dana's gonna if Connor's available, Dana's gonna make that fight when happen. When it's a guy like this, when, especially when it's comes out of left field like this, when it's like an unranked guy, even like Sean O'Malley, he got to choose his fighter. You know. Um, you, you get to choose as a title defender. You don't get to choose who no, your next fight. That's what I'm saying. But that's because you. If you Dana, fight that's what I'm saying. Dana, if, if if Poirier becomes a champ, there's gonna be two options. If Connor is available, that's happening. No choice. So it's Dana not, wants it's his money. Not his choice, right? It's Dana not wants. Some, choice. It's not Poirier's choice. Okay. If Connor's okay. available, it's happening. Poirier's not gonna right. care. And you just think that's just I want for it. Fans. And it is. He's yeah. gonna say I want it because I think I can beat, beat him. him again. Right. But if they say hey. You know, who do you want to fight? He's not going to say, let me wait two months until Connor's available. Oh, no, no, no. He's going to say, whoever's. I think he's available, right. And that's what I mean. He's not going to choose. So, like, if Connor's available, the UFC is going to make that choice for him. You're fighting Connor for the fourth fight. We already. Dana literally already said it. You know well, he said it's in the back pocket. That's the thing. He said it like the. But that basically, they know. I, mean, I don't think he deserves a chance. But I but think no, here's that the thing. They, there's a few fights in, in his back pocket. Like I mean, but, they got some his, big fights. Okay, coming. so the let me Diaz let me rephrase fight, it. Diaz fight still there. If Poirier's a champ, and Dana doesn't demand that Connor gets a shot at the belt and asks Poirier who you want to get right, a shot at the belt, you, he's not going to pick Connor. He's going to pick and someone who's... Is, I think he would. No, because he knows that Connor don't deserve the chance at the belt. Right. He already beat him two times. Right. The trilogy's over. But if Dana say, do you want, If Dana say, do you want to on-rank Connor or do you want an actual contender, I promise you, I promise you, Poirier is going to pick a contender because in his head, he's over Connor. The shit is washed up. I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think it's over because uh, I think that he wants to really win it on a different note he wants to knock him out again like he did in the second fight this one still even though he says oh it was fine how i beat him he doesn't you know carry because you know that's what he said and then i still I feel, feel like you. he doesn't it's not like a, it doesn't put i mean a, actually now that i think like about it stoppage. he did say that they are gonna fight again regardless if it's in the streets or not so i don't know but i, I just, just i feel like as a as a i, I get what you're saying i, I, agree I just with feel you. like as a to the fans, contender I that, that once he moves past no, my thing McGregor, is, I think, I think he's still going to take McGregor fight because it's more money for when him. When he has to. And he can already beat him. He knows he can beat him. So why not take the guy you already know you can beat and still get more money than a guy that, you know, let's say you haven't fought before. I feel you. You know, I think that that's, that's the way he would go. You're right. I be, like, what you, said you, is probably, hey. what you said is probably 100% true. He's not going to have a choice. It's going to be Dana making the choice for You're him. Right. But, you know, sometimes you do get to choose. Like, this time he got to choose Connor. He got to choose either Connor or go for well, the no, belt. Well, no, no. He got to choose to go for the belt. But or, as a belt holder, no, you don't no, get right, to choose. Right, for sure. But I mean, even then, it's a it's a different fight because you're not fighting a number rank one or two or three. You're and fighting think, a guy that's not going to be at this ranked point. In the he, top he, 10. he can't he, at this point. He can't come into that title ranked. He, he you're it's disrespectful. I, mean. I don't know if he's in the if top ten comes, anymore. I don't even know how he was in the top five right now because he was in the top nine three four days ago. Right. I don't even know how he jumped from five to nine right. or nine to five in, in the weekend. And then he went and got fucking beat up. So there's no way in hell he should even be right. ranked I think he's coming back next year. Definitely. 
So yeah, now nah, I mean, I mean that's like once again that division is probably the one one of the most exciting. Definitely, and you can tell that these guys are like so exciting. Of all the you names know, in there, seriously, so many big names and, and a lot of rivalries, big draws, and yeah, a lot, yeah, of, a lot, a lot of, of guys that have fought each other before mm-hmm. too. Right? And I mean, it's gonna be interesting what hap- what is gonna happen next. You know, with with these guys. I mean, sorry to hear what happened to Conor McGregor, but hey, sometimes it happens in fighting, but. You know, he was running his mouth a little bit too much too. Nah, know, so. and like obviously it does suck, but when when you really just so there's and even on the floor to sit here and talk about your wife was in my DMs after like bro like this shit was so unnecessary right. uncalled I mean, for. Right. And like obviously I don't wish nothing bad on anyone. And I do fuck with Connor, um, but at the end of the day, I don't think anyone feels bad for him. Like it, the, right, right, right. The, there's I a just, word I, called I karma wants... for a reason, and it's fucked up to say it, but like Connor really kind of like dug his own grave on this one, mm. and. Yeah, no one wants to get injured. No one, I don't want no one to get injured. I feel but you. like I said, when you want your mouth like that and you're so nasty like that, like yeah, yeah I agree. Like in that in that press conference, like, yeah, yeah. you shouldn't you shouldn't be threatening should. to try to murder. Like, this I, is a I UFC game. This is a fight game. Obviously, it's, it's not really a game. I just think he was trying to get into Poirier's head, though. Like he always tries to do. He tries to do that with a lot of fighters. He he try, he did that with uh you know Khabib. Hey, he it, got into his head and, and accept he, the laws, motherfucker. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's yeah, my yeah, point. Accept the, the laws. Like, but but once he was on the ground and talking shit, I feel like that's just too much emotion. That's over. But they shouldn't have like. They shouldn't have gave him the mic at that point. Yeah, He's he on the ground heated. with a broken leg. He was you can't. Yeah. I mean, that's so much emotion. But no, but bro, no other fighter would have sent some bullshit about your wife is in my DM. I like, know, but yo, bullshit. you got a broken leg right now with the whole world watching you, and you feel like embarrassed right now. You and know, that's I don't what, know. And that's, and that's a lot kind of emotion, what, bro. You, you got to try to be funny or something. I don't know. Try hey, to bring like some sort of comedy. Man, into what, it. Well, I didn't like is what you said. Is like he can't be saying that shit in the in the press conference. You know that he's gonna kill his family or some shit. You know if he's gonna say like. Like metaphorically, I'm gonna kill you in the ring. You know, you know, if he's saying that, like, you know, trying not to be even funny. metaphorically, cause, like, well, not these people but, you can't know, lose like their you lives say, oh, in that I'm ring. A... You shouldn't be saying anything like that. I feel you. I feel you. But just uh, everyone knows that this is like a intimidating sport. You try right, to intimidate right. the other guy. You try to say something that's that's gonna you know make you seem like you're you're a warrior. You know, you're bigger than the other guys. So I feel. You, just... But there's un- there's unspoken rules, and there's a reason why majority of fighters don't do that because it's, right. it's definitely uncalled for. Right, I mean, there, especially a line in a sport where you can draw. lose your life, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you don't want to wish somebody to die in that ring or anything. Yeah, I definitely don't think he should have said something about his family, but you know, I guess you know Connor was right. Somebody did leave in a stretcher. That's a whole fact. And like I said, obviously Connor didn't die, so my man's gonna be okay. He's, he's still gonna, gonna be, gonna be rich, back to his family. He's, he's still gonna be, gonna be walking around. Yeah, we you know that's exactly what you get. You call someone leaving a stretcher, looking motherfucker. Somebody did leave in a stretcher, and it was you. Yep. That's what happens, but so, whew, what a fucking card! What a card, man. though. What a yes, card! Yes, that was man. such a great a night card. of fights. I loved every second of it. Uh, I honestly, man, like I said, some surprises, some not not That's surprises. For sure. and we definitely you know. got to hear like a few names that are gonna be getting up in the ranks. Yes, obviously. a lot of title contenders. Every time you have an event like this every month, you got a lot of people who are contending for titles, basically making or breaking their case. So, yep. and there's some, a lot of good fights to those causes this this week. And there's gonna be some awesome fights coming up in the UFC. Like I know the next one. UFC yeah, you definitely see us here two sixty five. Yeah, that's gonna be a crazy we got one. Heavyweight, uh, interim heavyweight title. Between Derek Lewis and Cyril Gain, yep. a woman bantamweight title between Amanda Nunes and Juliana Pena, bantamweight fight between Jose, Jose Aldo, Aldo, Pedro Munoz, and welterweight between Vincent LeCue and Michael Jesse. Uh, Jesse, I keep saying that name wrong. Yep. But yes, one month away, man. definitely Ooh. another great card. Uh, 
two belts are a new interim heavyweight belt and obviously a man that's about Nunes to defend her belt uh, Ooh, it's always be... always fireworks when you got heavyweights and amanda in, in the case fights so like definitely yes <laughs> definitely gonna be a good card obviously some good preliminaries um a lot of good names. So you'll definitely hear from us. You know, like we're here to talk all fight game. Um, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be able to talk about that uh, Fury versus Wilder next month. Right. I think right, that officially not, got postponed. It got postponed because of yeah, COVID. Yeah, because yeah. of COVID. So, so we'll have to wait I think and see it might be that. somewhere in August. It was supposed to be July 24th, but I think they moved it somewhere to August. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it might be a few weeks after this 265 um, AFC. Or, I'm sorry, UFC 265, which is right. in uh, August 7th. For sure. We'll definitely see. So we really appreciate you guys listening yes, to sir. this episode. And please follow us on social media. Oh, yeah. Follow us everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're everywhere, y'all. And, you know, check out the podcast wherever you find your podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google. We're everywhere. If you want to listen to us on YouTube, we're there. You know, if you guys want to ask some questions. Oh, yeah. We always love fan interaction. Uh, we really love the support we're getting. Uh, we just want to make sure we keep bringing you content that you want, content that you love. Um, obviously, all sports related, man. That's what we're here for. That's right. So, appreciate you guys listening again. And we'll see you next time on Who You Got with Mello and Rado. Peace. Peace.